You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're doing our little bit of recommendations, some recs for February. We're recommending <laughs> wintry books. Woo, burr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're finally getting towards the end of winter. Uh, so now's our last chance to talk about some of our favorite cold weather, cold climate books. Books in the snow, books in the Arctic, books with polar bears and penguins. Uh, it's funny that we're saying cold weather books because Bree and I live in LA and it's it's been really cold here, which just means it's been like in the 40s. If that. I mean, it's like <laughs> it rained one day and we were like, oh no, what do we do? I can't go to the park. Uh, <laughs> I can't sit on my balcony in my underwear and like in the sun. Like, oh no, I have to put on a I have to put on socks. Like, uh, so maybe we aren't the best people to judge cold weather books. Uh, what is your first pick? Uh, by the way, Mallory and I were just talking about this, but all of our books are. I, we neither of us f- picked any like, oh, what a lighthearted little winter romance. So get ready for some dark ass cold books. Um, Although while I was thinking about books for this, I was, there are a lot of cozy mysteries and cozy romances that are like Christmassy and snowy ones. These are. Not that at all. I couldn't think of any. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, my first one is The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. This one uh, was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, it's set in a place where winter lasts most of the year. Total weather book. And it's sort of a fairy tale uh, world in which this little girl, her her mother and her grandmother teach her how to keep her house safe through a series of rituals and it keeps these demons away. And you're like, oh, this is just something they do kind of playing around. And then her mother dies and this new wife comes in and she forbids her from doing the rituals and then things start to go awry. And you're like, wait, maybe those rituals were doing something. So it's it's got demons and it's got cold weather and it's got fireplaces. You sit around and you talk about fairy tale stuff and and, and demons. And uh, basically a fireplace is, um, I feel like, a, a must-have in a cold weather book. And this one has it. You know what's funny is Jeremy all the time puts – we have a really big TV and Jeremy puts on uh, that, like, fire – like five hours of fireplace on Netflix (laughs) (laughs) all the time. Um, And it's funny. We looked it up and apparently it costs like $30,000 to make one of those videos. The guy who, the guy, there's one guy who makes all the different fireplace videos and he's like, good for him. It's like a whole little industry that he has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, What is your, what is your first pick? Is it a fireplace book? No, it is sad as fuck. Uh, not cozy at all, but it is wicked good. Uh, it's. I think I talked about it last year on the show, or I put it in a recommendation uh, newsletter. Uh, Split Tooth by Tanya Takak, and it takes uh, it takes place in the Canadian Arctic in the 1970s, and it follows this young Inuk woman as she grows up, and she just deals with a lot of tough shit, sexual abuse and violence and giving birth. It's like, again, not an easy read, uh, but it's written in this like very strange, unique style that's a blend of poetry and memoir and magical realism. I've honestly never read anything like this book. It just completely blew me away. It also counts as a read by a native slash First Nations author. And there's, of course, a lot of talk about Arctic environments, the aurora and cold and ice and snow. And it's just like, it's such a dreamy, surreal, beautiful, incredible book. And again, not an easy read, but so, so worth it. And I'll be reading anything that this this, this author writes from here on out. Um, what is your next pick? 
And just so, uh, a lot of people, I feel like, listen to these recommendation episodes who are not regular Reading Glasses listeners. Uh, We do a Reading Glasses challenge every year, and one of our challenge, Mallory means, uh, uh, one of our challenges is that we want people to read a book by uh, a Native American, First Nations, or Indigenous author, uh, and so that's that's what she meant by that. (laughs) Because it counts. It sounds like, oh, such a weird, (laughs) it counts. Um, Uh, my next one is a book that I feel like got a lot of buzz last year, year before last, uh, called- We Dr- both love this oh, one. so good. Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead by Olga Tekarzuk? Tekarzuk? Yeah. Yeah, Tekarzuk, I think. Um, this, we both love this one. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't on yours. Uh, it is- about this woman living in a snow-covered remote Polish village, or like she even lives outside of the village, and it is very snowy and cold. It's cold in her house, too. This is such a cold-weather book. Um, And one of her neighbors (laughs) turns up dead. And no, this is not a cozy mystery. This is more of like a fucked-up mystery because more of them start to to, uh, show up dead. And it's all told... um, from this first-person perspective where she gives these people nicknames and she doesn't like anybody. She is an unreliable narrator, for very, sure. Very, unreliable. Um, and it's a really well-written book. Um, and it's basically half half the time you're just listening to this old woman be very cranky uh, about how this is getting <laughs> in her way. These deaths are causing her a lot of trouble, and then half of it's the mystery. Uh, it's really great. It is It is dark, but also it has a lot of humor in it to me. I thought it was really funny uh, because she is so grumpy. Um, yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. What is your second pick? Uh, my second pick is Let the Northern Lights Erase Your Name by Vendela Vita. Uh, so it takes place in Finland and it's about this woman who her mom, her dad died when she was a kid. And then her mom, when we're, when the events of the book are taking place, her mom has just passed away and she's like a young woman. I think she's in her, her twenties. Um, and she real finds out that the man that she thought was her father was not. Uh, so in order to solve the mystery of who her father actually was, she has to travel to her mom's hometown, her birthplace in Finland. Um, it's a very sad, solitary book, woman on the woman on a journey, very snowy. Uh, I fucking loved it. It's very, it's very beautifully written and it's like an exploration of heritage and like finding meaning in your bio- biological family and like family secrets and cause she gets to this town and it's just like not what she expected and she's like trying to figure out like how how do I find my dad I don't even speak any I don't I only speak English and um it's just wonderful. So if you like books about like a woman traveling somewhere to like find a secret out, out about herself this one is perfect. A woman on a journey. Uh, woman on a journey. Uh, what is your last pick? Well, I was going to do Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson, <laughs> but I couldn't remember much about that book, even though I loved it. I remember loving it, but it's been 20 years since I read it. Have you read that? Dear William dear William Gibson, how much snow is in Snow Crash? Uh, it's actually Neil Stevenson, right? Snow Crash? Neil Stevenson. Yeah, For some yeah, reason, yeah. I confused it with Neil. How no, much snow is in They're this book? both writing cyberpunk. That is a very fair, uh, very fair confusion. I can't remember. I know there's snow at the end, and I know they have to go into a snowy tunnel, but I didn't want to recommend it just in case there wasn't enough snow. So I'm going to do <laughs> a movie I read. Re- One star. Not enough snow and snow crash. <laughs> so I'm going to do a book that I read um, more recently. Uh, one that is super duper cold but also extra super hot. Uh, it's The City in the Middle of the Night by Charlie Jane Anders and it's set on a planet um, that is, is that it has uh, one side that's always night and it's very, very cold, and the other side is not night uh, and it is warm. And um, 
basically the last thing you want to do in this book is go to the super dark, cold side of the planet. But of course, our main character has to after she is exiled. Um, and she finds all sorts of things there. Um, and it's great. It's a sort of... Uh, uh, there's multiple cool main characters, and the setting is just like a really interesting, weird, bizarre setting um, that I've never seen before. What is your last pick, Mallory? My last pick is also very sad, <laughs> but it's also very good. It's called The History of Wolves by Emily Friedland, um, and also right off the top, content warnings for child abuse and discussions of child of uh discussions and accusations of child pornography uh so it takes place in the icy woods of northern minnesota and it's about this teenage girl and she feels very isolated because she lives in like this place it's like the last vestige of a commune um and this family moves in across the lake from her family and she starts babysitting for them but she's slow there's like a very slow build of like dread and tension when she realizes the family is not really what she thinks it is and something uh, is going on um it's a very tough read, but it's very, very good. So it's like this slow tension build in a very cold environment. And like there's a lot of like snowy trees and woods and, um, you know, a frozen lake that she has to walk across. And it's like very, very feel, like has a feel of like, um, you know, the sense of isolation you get in winter. And um, again, I really liked it, but it is not an easy read. Um, but just very, um, it's not, not like a, I say build of tension. It's not like a thriller. It's just like a very tense dread-filled literary fiction book um it's awesome um so hopefully you are somewhere so even if you are in a place that is very cold we hope that you are warm and cozy uh you can always email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com if you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month you can sign up for our newsletter there's a link in the show notes uh as always we want to thank the wonderful mods who run our facebook group and chrissy and rachel who moderate our goodreads page and if you want to buy reading glasses stuff like cool tote bags and shirts there's a link in the show notes um thank you if you were listening to this this means you're a maximum fun subscriber and that means we love you and you really help us uh support us you help us make the show every week uh you are a really important part of of our reading glasses community so thank you thank you um if you like the show and want to do something extra for us that's free, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It's great for us. It helps us reach more uh, listeners. You can always email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast. Uh, on our newly refurbished and fancy and active Instagram that Bria has been manning at readingglassespodcast. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for reading. Thanks for reading. <laughs>